Welcome to The Cloaked. We are a collective of inquiring minds seeking answers to mysteries both past and present. Join us on our journey to discover that which remains hidden. And now, on with the show. So hello everyone, thank you for listening to another episode of The Cloaked, I'm your host Whiteout. Hey, it's Pandora. This is Hoffman. And uh, we don't have a whole lot of news other than, uh, Dear David, if you guys recall Dear David. Um, hashtag. David, hashtag Dear David. <laughs> is, is, if you recall, it was something that was trending on Twitter, and if you were part of the ghosts and paranormal stuff, you saw it on Twitter. Uh, so what it was is basically uh, just a recap. It was this guy living in his apartment and he was capturing these uh, videos and pictures of the first initial videos of the things moving around his apartment and then his cats appeared to be playing with something. Um, very strange stuff. And then where it got more interesting was when... Uh, he captured video and picture of what looks like this child crawling in his bed. And so along with everything, I mean, he is tweeting this stuff, you know, hashtag dear David. And I think at one point he goes to his attic because he's hearing noises up there or whatever. And so that was one thing. Uh, he took a picture, I think, from his window. And there was this, like, ghost child hanging outside his window, uh, which I thought it was, like, fucking weird he had some um, weird stuff like some of it i was like i don't know but then the, like the cats reacting to all the weird shit that was right. kind of compelling yeah i mean that the, that stuff was like fucking strange to say i've seen least. cats do that it's the weird. uh dream yeah. of the warehouse with the chair that he just happened to stumble upon a couple yes. days later right, oh right, right. yeah he, yeah I remember he like that. brought shit from like the outside just like very fucking weird yeah but anyways um the guy i think really uh, i think his name's Aaron, right Aaron, Aaron a- yeah. Elise, Elise. Adam. Uh, Adam? Is that Adam. Elise? Um, anyways, he has a show now on the Travel Channel. Hashtag uh, sellout. Uh, <laughs> not good for him, man. He has a show that's dope uh, called Trending Fear, right? Is that right? Yeah, Trending, Trending Fear. Fear. Um, that was just, hey, that's cool, man. Like, he has a show. Uh, it's pretty interesting, uh, to say the least, because I believe... Uh, some of the stuff, the way it's shot, it's almost shot like um, like if he's re- recording for an Instagram or Twitter kind of a thing. So I'm not sure if his feed, if you go to his feed, like is he actually is it actually like trending? Because the whole show is called Trending Feed. That's gotta be distracting though. Um, like yeah, you're... I would I would say it's a little bit distracting because you know you have to. Um, be posting that like you missed the apparition because you were busy tweeting about something (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) he's not doing it someone else of course his social media manager of course yeah, of course of course that (laughs) person is probably getting paid uh buku money um (laughs) so i mean that's pretty cool um there's uh, something i don't know if it's related Uh, i know the last couple of times we've talked about uh these uh giant holes on the ground these sinking holes uh, it's like the fourth episode (laughs) That, um, yeah, we've, we've mentioned this before. We have mentioned it. The only it. thing that I, reason I'm bringing it up is because there have been several micro trimmers along, uh, I believe it's Puerto Rico, 
Um, that's been having this issue for a while now, more than a week now. They actually. cannot get a break. They cannot get a break. <laughs> um, you know, there's actually, if you go out there, uh, I'm pretty sure you're able to find a way to help uh, Puerto Rico because they're still struggling. Uh, you know, just trying to be mindful of what's going on around the world. Uh, but I mean, you know, I don't know if because of these micro like tremors that they're, you know, earthquakes that, that they're going through, um, maybe possibly as, you know, has been discussed that, you know, maybe more sinkholes could potentially open. Um, so, you know, if you're out there within that area, Florida, the whole, you know, the, the, uh, the south, uh, the southern states, uh, just to be careful when you're out there. And then another thing I wanted to mention is the, um, you know, of course, it's not something that's not paranormal, but the uh, fires in Australia are still going on, which is a terrible thing. Um, you know, it's, uh, you know, we have listeners in Australia and hopefully they're, they're doing okay. And, you know, they haven't, they haven't had a, a terrible loss, but it's unfortunate that they haven't lost, uh, you know, wildlife. Uh, they've had tons of uh, wildlife that have uh, unfortunately perished. Uh, but hopefully, you know, they're doing okay. Uh, so shout out to Australia. And so for today, we our episode is on uh, this fucking monster of a guy um, that uh, <laughs> he appeared to be a regular f- uh, family man. And uh, Hoffman actually brings us this story. And I have heard about this before, um, you know, when, it, when it, uh, at some point I heard it and I thought, man, how, did, how does someone go under the fucking radar for so long, you know, hiding his his fucking kid in this basement. Uh, but this this monster, his name is uh, Joseph Fritzel, Fritzel uh, from Austria. Is that right? This uh, chapter starts, you know, in, in this family that just looked normal, lived in this house, and uh, Joseph had a business. You know, he had this uh, business that he had. And so he was just a regular business uh, guy, and uh, living in this neighborhood, he they seemed to be a family that kept to themselves, and you know it, it's kind of like a I don't know like very normal looking family that really didn't socialize. They kept to themselves, and what is what does Joseph what does he do? What what happens to him? Like what where does this all start, Hoffman? Well, we got to back up a little bit. He. Um... He initially became an engineer, right? Right. So that sort of plays into, like, how he did this whole thing. Um, he later becomes a, a real estate agent, and then it sort of gives him a lot of time to technically be at home or work on the road. Right. Um, but he got permits because this was during the Cold War era, and he wanted to build a bomb shelter initially, mm-hmm. right? And it took him, what, five years to construct the, the first three rooms. And it, it wasn't anything abnormal because a lot of people were doing it. Right. And mm-hmm. since he had an engineering background, he made it comfortable, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he dug this out. Five years later, he uh, he's proud of what he's done. So the way this whole story starts is... He brings his daughter downstairs to show her. He's like, hey, look look what I accomplished. Look what I've done, kind of thing, yeah. And then pushes her into a room and locks the door behind her. Right. So, I, before we proceed to the uh, the next occurrence, so one of the things I was telling Pandora is, like, I encountered several different 
um, beginnings of this, um, of how she gets trapped in there. Um, one of them, which Pandora told me, was that she was drugged mm-hmm. and then taken like down chloroform, there. chloroform, but essentially, essentially. yeah. Another one I heard was she was dragged, kicking and screaming, into this room. Um, another one is the one where you're saying that she was, uh, that she, essentially she was just pushed into the room. Um, another one was where he asked her that he needed help doing something in this room because she had apparently had been in this room, these rooms. Mm-hmm. She had helped construct or do stuff into these rooms. It'd be so messed up. And then she was locked in there while she was helping. So I've heard so many these different stories of how this occurred. I'm not doubting, obviously, what happened. It fucking did happen. I'm just, okay, what, how did it actually start? Is what I'm more like, okay, what's going on? Um, but then what happened as she she gets locked in there, and then what what what, what occurs? Well, I sort of want to jump to the, uh, the way that this entire story was uncovered. Right. And it was with um, this unknown woman... Showing up to the hospital, right? Right. So, Joseph drops off initially. Uh, her name is uh, Kirsten or Kirsten. Kirsten, yeah, right? the oldest one. The oldest she one. Has. And at this point, she's twenty-four years old, and apparently, she had uh, some congenital defects that pretty much uh, led her to get like, really sick, and she needed help. And at this point, the daughter had convinced the father which this is like breaking news it's uh it's actually joseph joseph's the father yeah yeah so he he fathered children with his own daughter um now she uh she he couldn't give any details on like who this person was right he just was like awkwardly standing in the room saying, hey, she, she needs help. I don't know how, like the mother abandoned her. I, yeah. I don't know any other information. Yeah. It's like, well, we need the uh, the mother because she's not showing up on any registry. So he's like, okay, I'll, I'll see what I can do. And he miraculously shows up with the daughter. Right. That's been missing for 25 years Several at this years, point. Yeah. And they're like, she looks disheveled. She looks a whole lot older than she actually should be. Uh, she's gone through some stuff. Her, uh, I think one of the things that they said was her skin looked translucent. Since, she since hasn't she, been outside in been outside. 24 years. Yeah. I mean. And like they have to like separate them at this point. And then that's when the rest of the story sort of bleeds out. They, they figure out, oh, you've been missing for so long. Like, where have you been? Right. And she can't corroborate the story of... Because he, the father Joseph, the father has mm. given people uh, has given people like a, a separate story. Yeah. yeah, she ran away with the Colts. She <laughs> ran with well, the she set. they arrested Elizabeth. They right. were like about to accuse her of like extreme negligence and you John know like because this girl that they bring in unconscious is extremely malnourished and like mm-hmm. mi- missing teeth. I mean, for like someone who's that young, something clearly has gone wrong. Like for a long time, right. But then that's when she's just like, I'll was, tell you what's really going on, but I never want to see my father again. Yeah. And then, and then she, she spills the beans and it's just like insane. Right. She, she, uh, 
she basically tells her her story like mm-hmm. what, what i don't think they even believed her at the, in the beginning because it's just so on. out there you know what i mean like, oh yeah definitely, definitely like this person's supposed to be protecting you and providing for you instead seeking advantage of you well for all these years the father has been saying that she was kind of like a you know troubled kid she ran away with the sex and she's just been like abandoning her children yeah and she, so yeah. she's already got this like bad mother rap when it's really like well also also um she had already already ran away before so right. she already had that so record. it was it kind of fit the profile but not right. really like if you really and then knew. The, how, the way the father sold it was that you know she was a troubled child she had run away before they had been struggling with her mm-hmm. uh so she had he had already painted this um she's a rebel kind yeah. of a thing and you know they don't know what to do you know they are at this point she she had seven kids with her dad right mm-hmm. um and she's a sibling of seven, seven kids, kids. She's she's the seventh kid. She's the youngest, right? And she's like a middle, the middle child. child yeah. well, she's one of seven. She's, yeah, she's one of seven. So she's already had like these, this history of being the rebellious kid, the troubled kid, and so, you know, it paints this picture of like, okay, yeah, she's the troubled one. This is the one we're, we're you know we're gonna have trouble with, and so the whole neighborhood pretty much had already this idea of this, of this daughter of Elizabeth. Not like, to mention we, that the abuse with her dad started like when she was eleven, right. Very and young. So you can kind of, if you knew that, you kind of see why she maybe had acted out or been yeah. a little weird at school. Yeah, especially if the school sees that, yeah, she's, we have had trouble with, with her. She seems very like an outcast. She seems very um, distant from all her friends. Uh, and she's been kind of like separating and kind of even, uh, you know, pushing her friends away kind of a thing. Because that's kind of what happens when you're going to this kind of like... Uh, situation, so you kind of want to be left alone, kind of a thing. And people said it looked like she didn't want to go home, like yes. like she was more comfortable at school than going home. Yeah, which her, I mean, you can her, see why her friends, her friends definitely said that. So she must have had issues, you know, with her, with her parents or going uh, going back home. And uh, neither say uh, you kind of don't know what's going on with people's lives outside of you know your the work environment or the school environment, kind of a thing. And so. You know, she had this shit going on for quite some time before she gets for, before she gets locked in into this uh, into this room. Well, Joseph also thought of everything, right? Yes. So he, yeah. he started implanting these thoughts into other people's minds. He in one of the rooms, he sort of like completely soundproofed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I found like really disturbing was the fact that he would also rent out the uh, the rooms in his house. Yeah, because he had quit his job at this point. And like needed, he had tenants. Yeah, and he needed supplemental income to like provide for the rest of the family. Right. So he would rent out the rooms, and he like specifically told them, "Don't go in the backyard, no pets allowed, and no one go into the basement." So he's already controlling everyone around him. Yeah, the mm-hmm. setting. He's controlling yeah. the setting. He had crazy like hedges right around yes. his property. Like neighbors couldn't really see what was going on at all. He basically created this natural barrier. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it kind of definitely, Nick, in a way, kind of put people into a position where they couldn't see what was going on in their in in, in Joseph's yard or in, or in their house, just because the way it was covered, uh, the front part of the house is and the second floor is covered with like uh, these little pictures and stuff of uh, uh, for little kids kind of a thing, and so it, it gives whoever whoever's on on the street level to if they want to look or see. 
They couldn't because there was this uh, these things that were covering the window. Not to mention like the way he built the the way to get to where she was being kept. Right. There was something like eight doors eight that doors. you had to unlock before you actually got to where she was being kept. Right. And then there's the soundproofing and all that. So And the door like, the door to get to that area was behind was this, a hidden like, thing. Yes. It was like the behind the shelving system. So even if you snuck in through all eight doors, you'd have to be able to find this hidden compartment yeah. like and even be and, looking for and it. Who knows like what he had in the way to kind of like um see mask it. Mask it. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. Well uh, well, I mean, the fact that he used the, the room to repeatedly rape his own daughter and impregnate her, right? And right. and she wasn't giving any sort of, like, uh, medical attention right. when she was giving birth. So she gave these children birth without, With no help. like, anesthetic by herself. By herself, yeah. And we don't know if there was, like, any light. Well, right. from what I read, he... At least with the first one, he gave her, like, disinfectant, some dirty scissors, and a 1960s book on childbirth. It was like, <laughs> here you go. To figure it out. Basically. It's fucking insane, dude. Like, yeah. And she not... did have, I think she had a miscarriage at some point, so she would have had another one. Right. It would have been and eight. of the seven that she had, it was there was a set of twins where one perished, like, three right. days after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That he took out and buried. No, he incinerated. Oh, incinerated. incinerated. That oh. Yeah. In the house. What? That's um, fucking That's insane. fucking maddening, dude. I just want to know, like, what... What is know. wrong with his this His wife, school? though. I'm like, his wife and other kids, like, nobody saw anything weird. Well, nobody that, thought... That's even weirder because uh, at some point, they start running out of room, right? Right. And he... Because, and, because of the kids coming into the house. Well, the kids that are being, being born, born in, the, in basement. the basement. Well, not just the basement, but he's bringing in... He's he's having her write these letters saying that she's abandoning the, these kids in the front door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the explanation that the Joseph's act like his real wife is getting and she's like our child's abandoning her fucking kids here. So his us. he and his wife had seven kids. One has gone missing. I think one had already probably at least moved out, right? Right. You you'd hope at this point. Yeah. So they had it but they still brought up Three, three children, children from the basement. From the basement, right. That lived upstairs. The three middle kids. So there's been, there's got to be still like, what, like 10 kids in the house running around at least? Right. Like a good amount. So there's five surviving children, mm-hmm. right? right? So one that... Uh, or six now. I thought it was five. Well, she had seven. One, one died. Yeah, one died and she there was a the, miscarriage. Yeah. Three in the basement. So let's say about five. No, six. She, had, yeah. she had three in the basement, three living up. Three or six, yeah. So right. a total of six surviving children, and three, and uh, sort of heartbreaking because he would come down with like pictures of the children on top and mm-hmm. showing them the how they're living. Yeah, and they're the youngest ones. Right, they're going on vacation. They're being fed ice cream. They're like they're living a normal life, quote unquote. Well, yeah, right. right. Needless to say, they don't know what's going on yeah. with her mom and with the, her their siblings. Yeah, and I think she did an amazing job because she thought the kids had to like read, write, mm-hmm. just do like basic math. The basic math. Yeah, yeah, like everything that yeah, she had learned at that like point. She was eighteen when she got put in there, right. so she only got so far. But the fact that she she lived down there and thought about all these things, like I have to teach these kids how to read and write and math and you know maybe some science. I don't know, but. The fact that, you know, she 
the fact that she, like, honestly, the fact that she didn't fucking kill herself, I think this is what yeah, you honestly, because she was there by herself for the first five years, right? Like, and how did how do you not go crazy. crazy? You know what I mean? Living down there, going through this fucking shit, being raped and all this shit, and it's not even a stranger. That's like the That's most your heartbreaking father, thing, dude, yeah. Like doing these things, I. I don't know, man. That that to me, that's like, you know, that fucking guy deserves to get fucking beat up. And I think, well, now he's he's still alive. He's in prison, but he he got life in prison, and he is pretty much kept like off by himself. He's eighty right. eighty four years old. Yeah, something like that. He's he's old. Well, she's not even that young anymore. She's like in her fifties, right? Right. Yeah. I think her oldest is like 29 or 20, yeah. probably 30 now. Yeah. Which is like fucking insane, dude. Apparently but, his wife passed away in 2012. Oh, she did? Mm-hmm. And that was another thing is like, they, after everything came out, they right. sort of um, accused her of like, how did you not know? Right. Yeah. How did this go on for so long without you... Like paying any attention. I think this is something we've talked about in several other cases where you're all, we're always like, how did the wife didn't know that the husband was a serial killer or that the husband was doing this or that? And it's because it's in a way like it's they keep it a secret in a way that they think about it completely like all the different scenarios, I guess. Because he would go on vacation, mm-hmm. and he, they were like, "Well, if he went on vacation, then who was feeding, you know, her downstairs?" You but know? they had a kitchen, they and had they had kitchen. food, he had like food. They had a freezer, so they could survive without him. Sur- yeah, if he wasn't there, that he had like all this food, and they were well. Pro- you know, thank provided. God he didn't die though while they were down there. Right, because then we would have. Who would know who about would them? Know about? They would start to death. Yeah, because they would eventually run out of stuff. And right, and how do you find them? Yeah. What if he like died of a stroke or in a okay. car accident? I don't know if you saw him the way he fucking the what I mean some of the video clips and stuff mm-hmm. that of the shit that he was eat that he would be eating on well, on vacation shit, uh, living this fucking life, um, you know him out there, and you're kind of like knowing what we know, seeing him in these fucking videos, and you're like, what the fuck, dude? You're like out there, you know, you kind of left wondering like, how the fuck. Do you continue living and then have zero remorse for what you did? I feel like he was very good at compartmentalizing his life because he had like two separate families, and it's just right. like nobody was none the wiser of of, a, of, of anything of, else. Because yeah. from the outside world looking in, it, it's like people saw him as like, oh, he's very strict, and his wife's kind of like you know a little meek or whatever right. towards him, and all the kids are too. Mm-hmm. But he's, you know, he's a man of his word. He's a businessman. And then you've got this, like, I guess, perception of him having, like, the fuck-up daughter who abandoned her kids. So now mm-hmm. he's just, like, right. the the grandfather that works really hard and takes care of his, his kids and yeah, his grandkids. He, he's, he's now... So, he, if anything, you're just, like, what a guy, right? right. Like, what an outstanding like, dude. Yeah, he's, he's a hard-ass, but, like, man, he's he, he's having to raise his daughter's kids and Like, shit little and, did they know. And But they had no idea of everything else that was going on. Well, I think they had sort of an idea because he had actually been in prison for... Uh, well, here's the thing. that that's That was scribed off. Well, he... he scrubbed off. Well, so the story goes that he followed someone home and raped them right? right and they accused him of him and he, he went to prison mm-hmm. this was 
not too long after he had been married to his to his wife, right? Right. And his wife took him back. And I'm assuming like this whole plan was, oh, I have this like this need, this like compulsive need that I need to fill, and I already have a daughter. Right. And so instead of getting caught, you just I'm gonna like foolproof this, continue doing what I'm doing, and no one's gonna catch me. Like that, that I think that's what his mindset was. Right. It could yeah, be. Yeah. 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 That way he's not going out there and getting caught. Yeah. Doing but anything. but what the police were saying is like we didn't ha- we didn't have that information available because I didn't understand why it, it was like scrubbed of, uh, because there's a statutory limit it gets scrubbed off. Um, so after a certain amount of time, if the way he pleaded, the way he served, or whatever, it gets scrubbed off. Um, so that. I really didn't understand it either. I just don't think that something like that should be scrubbed off because then you have people like this that get away of any kind of future crimes or whatever and for his punishment should be much bigger because if he's done this before, then that would mean that he's going to do it again. Yeah, he's a repeat offender. If he's done it again, then the punishment for the next crime should be much higher um, than... Than pre- any kind of previous punishment uh, that he served, right? I mean, that's kind of like the conclusion that you, you that you would get with any kind of crime like that, uh, because then you're thinking, okay, well, I mean, you we can't let somebody like this out. It was a 15 years uh, law, so his criminal record was expunged after 15 years. Therefore, more than 25 years later, when he decides to like legally adopt or foster Elizabeth's children, which mm-hmm. is technically his kids too, right? they you know, saw nothing wrong because his criminal history because wasn't was, coming up. Yeah, because it was, it was gotten, it was wiped. So, like this guy knew what he was doing. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's an engineer for you. But like, um, one of the things that, that uh, Pandora had... Um, found in one of I guess like an article I guess he was being interviewed what he has said of what he has said which to me it's the most chilling part because uh, after everything he's he's done everything is horrific crime um, he says this thing and the way you described it in the demeanor I can picture it Mm -hmm. Um, I could picture him saying it the way because the way you fucking look at him is after knowing everything, you're like, oh, yeah, I can see that guy doing that. You know, you, I can <laughs> see that guy fucking doing this kind of, like, horrific crimes. It's his but eyebrows, man. That, uh, yeah, yeah he has that crazy a, stare. Yeah, because you could be like, oh, yeah, that's a villain. That's a villain. That's the bad guy. Yeah, yeah, that's totally the fucking bad guy. He's got the fucking mustache and everything. Yes, dude. He's mm-hmm. like, he's going to rob a train or something or put somebody in front of a train or something like that. that you know, kind of, that's the kind of fucking vibe you get. But there's something you said. Yes. And to me, it was very unsettling. Only because... After you and I discussed it, you looked into other things and you yes. found some other things. It made me think there's something larger at play. And, and what you, so me. he, people say that he doesn't seem to be very remorseful of anything. He's kind of like, oh, you know, she was kind of a fuck up child and I was just keeping her from harm or he was doing just doing what he had to do. He doesn't really think he did anything that bad. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he could have killed her and her kids and, but he didn't. So he's a great guy. Right. But then he said something which was that, you know, you should check other people's basements and cellars. They probably have girls and families there, too. So that's sort of insinuating that there's like a network. There's more of it. Right. But there might be because there's been other cases where. More recent, too. Right. Because there was that girl who was uh, Natasha 
Campus or something like that, right. who was a kidnap mm-hmm. victim, right? Mm-hmm. And then there was, um, I can't remember the names, but there was a, two other women who were sisters also being kept in an Austrian like basement by their father right. that went on for 42 years. Right. So maybe these people who built these bomb shelters were doing something way more, crazier. More sinister. Right. Because, I mean, we and this is not even us looking in deep into it. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure if you look into it, you'll find some more articles and more news and... Well, and it, it reminded files. me of, like, not in Austria, but here in the U.S., was that Ariel Castro guy who had the three women. Yeah. The, from the, he, it's the, like three the, separate kidnappings, but he kidnappings. had them in his basement. There were, there were these kids going to school, and he kidnapped them on their, on their way to school. And he had a regular life, like, yeah. upstairs with his own family. Like, right. He had a daughter. His daughter and, knew them. His daughter knew, I think, two of the girls or something yeah. like that. The fuck? Yeah, dude. And you don't remember that? I don't. Yeah. That, so, Ariel Castro. So he, his daughter, his daughter knew who these kids were that were kidnapped, but he didn't know. She didn't know that she had them. That yeah, it was that Michelle Knight, the, Amanda Berry, and Gina De Jesus. So yeah. he, he sort of like normalized the entire thing with her. No, no, she didn't know. She didn't know. She had no idea. But she was Nobody friends. Knew he had these she was there. friends with these with these girls. What? And I think prior to kidnapping, prior to kidnapping not like during, not during. Okay, yeah, that makes more sense. <laughs> but the fact that this girl was like, "Oh, my friends were you know kidnapped or lost somewhere out there," and your fucking dad is the one who fucking did it, and he knows you know, about it. He knows what's going on, and you're like fucking crying about you know wondering what happened to your friends. Did you your fucking your dad own is kid. corporate? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah. This was- um, cause he had taken one girl and then I think she had like gotten pregnant like five times, but he always like would force her to lose the kid. Have an abortion. The abortion. Right. And then like the, one of the other girls did have a daughter that was born and was there until she was like six years old when they all were able to escape. Right. So I'm like, there has to be like other people that are doing this, yeah. that well, some of these missing people. Yeah. Just the, the fact that what Joseph said about Austria, you know, like, yeah. hey, going, if you actually go and look, you're going to find some shit, which well, makes you think like what Hoffman said is like, maybe there's a network of people kind of doing this, uh, maybe discussing kind of shit that's kind of of this kind of stuff going on in Austria. Um, makes you think like you should have like some every so often, like inspect people's basements. Dude, or- yes. <laughs> Yeah. Check for people in there. Yeah, I mean, because, I mean, it, it just, it, it's just chilling the fact that, you know, we, I mean, when I mean we, I mean Pandora, did the <laughs> research. Uh, she, you only did like a, a surface research. You didn't yeah, even go Yeah, I just depth. looked and I was like quickly like, and oh, there's others. found others. fucking cases of this shit going on in Austria. But this is not, this is not just like something that happens in Austria. Of course, it happens around the world. You know, unfortunately, there's people that are terrible human beings that are keeping um, these people slaved. You know, it might be family, it might be friends of a friend or friends of a family or some, somebody that lived in your neighborhood or something like that or just a complete stranger. The fact that this shit is happening and is currently happening around the world, you know, not knowing what people are doing behind their fucking closed doors, um, you know, it, it, it... To me, it doesn't surprise me why... There's a movement of people wanting to tag 
family members and your kids to know where they go and to know where they are. I mean, obviously, you as a family have the right to know where your kid is because you don't want your fucking kid to be kidnapped or taken from you or your significant other. Well, it's a, um, it's a double-edged sword there because it, it, it really is. Because if you, if you tag them, you're sort of notifying people to where your children are. Well, this is this wouldn't be publicized. This would be private. This is this is something that's not. It wouldn't be public. Why would it be public? It's that, like it, everything can, is public. No, we can track your GPS, mm-hmm. but that's only that if you knew how to hack. Uh, that's only if you had access to your billing information that I would know where to ping you. Have Have you ever met a Latina that like suspects you of doing anything? I mean, they would put up an app into your <laughs> into your fucking cell phone. She will like, I, I know find you, out who your like birth mother is. Oh yeah, I mean, well, the other thing is that sound like you had experience. Other, <laughs> the fact that most of, most of that is public information, so yeah, they can easily find you. Any of that is all that is public information. You're a taxpayer, of course, it's public. Um, anytime you rent a place, that's public. You have somebody's phone number. You can find them. You play if you pay the right website. You can find that information. If you know how to go through public records, you can find that information. I'm talking about pinging a kid that's out there, knowing that he's supposed to be at a friend's house, but decided to go somewhere else because his friend convinced him to go somewhere else, and they're fucking out there somewhere completely different, and they get followed by somebody and get taken. That that's the kind of scenarios what I'm looking at. Yeah. Now, I'm not a parent, but I like I have friends who are parents and you know, the kid gets cold and they rush out of the out of work to go fucking make sure their kid is okay and that's understandable. But at the same time, it's like when they're supposed to be out in the, your yard, in your front yard, playing, being a fucking kid, you know, you have that fucking danger of some fucking person picking them up picking and... them up exactly like that you see there's shows out there if you look there's shows out there that show parents how fucking easy it is oh the puppy thing how to this how to get a parent distracted and how easily a parent is distracted and how fast this shit can happen and oh. it's insane to watch these shows because you're like Oh, like you know, you see, like oh, they're 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 at a playground. There's plenty of other parents, and you know this fucking pedophile or whomever kidnapper is looking at where you're doing every fucking move, calculating how fast they can grab your kid and take off. And a lot of times they've shown that it happens like this. The parent of the, in the situation has this idea that okay, their kid was over here on this side. Well, no, you you took your eyes off for four seconds. Your kid was on this side of the of the playground, but in those four seconds, your kid went on the complete opposite side. Meanwhile, while you're looking for your kid who's missing, you're in a complete different side of where your kid was because your kid in four seconds took off running to the complete opposite area of the playground well, and was taken. I think the other thing that I've seen is uh, where they're showing like, oh, like my kid knows better. Right, and they use something like candy, ice cream, a, a puppy. A puppy is the biggest thing. And right. they're like, "No, my, my 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 kid is smarter than that." He wouldn't go talk to a stranger. I taught him that. Don't yeah. go talk to strangers. But when you introduce something like that, they're like, "Oh, look, a puppy!" Oh, All that goes out the window. That, yeah, mm-hmm. completely yeah. out the window. Um, even social media, they've they've shown that teenagers 
even teenagers and through our social media, you know, you tell your kids, you think your kids know better, but they get played by these people who these kids think that they're talking to somebody because they could even be someone their own age. They they think they think. Because they see a picture, because they post a picture that, mm-hmm. oh, is this young guy uh, or is this young girl? And it's not. Mm-hmm. You know, you've been friends for through this virtual world for months. Because even if you're like, no, I don't talk to like weird 40-some-year-old people. Right. Like that other 13-year-old could very well be, you know, a complete yeah. well, It's creep. a whole notion of uh, catfishing, right? Catfishing, yeah. right, 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 right. Um, that's kind of how that, that, I mean, that's that's the kind of shit that, that happens. Even, even in gaming. I mean, you, you're playing games and, you know, I've heard uh, friends who, I mean, I don't game, but I, I have friends, friends who have played games um, through this open, open kind of style that you could just enter a group and play uh, through Xbox or PlayStation or whatever. And, you know, they're playing with these fucking kids who are, are like super experts at, you know, whatever X game or whatever Fortnite or whatever it may be these, these times. Um, and they're playing against these like 10 year olds or 12 year olds, these teens. And you're like, like, I'm like, dude, but you're like 30 something. You're 40. Like you're playing with these kids, but like, you don't know because you're playing and you hear all this trash talking and you're just like, well, you know, you kind of, the word. And like, how old are you? And they're like, I'm fucking 12. And you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> you know, like some of the I, stuff that they say, man. Yeah. Sometimes the, some of the, I've, I've listened to some of the fucking shit that gets said through the gaming because a lot of these people upload their shit through YouTube and some of the shit goes viral and some of the shit that these fucking kids are saying and trash talking will make you blush fucking clever in certain aspects but you're just like who the fuck are these kids um, but you know you just never know who's on the other side of the mic or who's on the other side of the keyboard um, because these the this shit is so easily accessible no, um. Well, that's like strangers. I mean, how do you protect against stuff like this where it's like within the, the family, family? You know, what I mean? so the one crazy. person that you're supposed to trust. Yeah, your father and your mother. Yeah, I think communication is very important. I think if something is hap- is happening, uh, you know, things have to have to get said, and discussions like that are so difficult. Um, well, it's a culture thing too, because when a, they yeah. they interviewed a lot of people that maybe you know came in contact with this family, they were like, we have this sort of thing where it's like don't get involved yeah. you know like you hear stuff and you're just like that's that's don't their family like don't get don't, don't get call the cops don't over cops. stuff like that you hear something we're not gonna call the police because that's a there's no thing. like see something say something it's like yeah. the opposite like, like turn a blind eye you know yeah it's like it's a family matter yeah kind of thing isn't it's like like the other thing is like if uh your uh, spouse or significant other tells you hey you're not allowed to go into the uh the garage or into the basement, or into the attic. That, that, that's a red flag. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's why? a huge red flag. It's like, what, what are you keeping in there? Yeah. What do you got in there? It's like, if, if you smell something... Right. Like, if it's your spouse, and it's like that's your house, too, you should be able to you go should, whatever the fuck you yeah, want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if it's a country. tenant, well, that's maybe different, but, like, right. a, a person who lives in the same place. Oh, yeah, for like, sure. That's, I mean... Ugh. There's so many red flags. I wish... There would have been a lot more. Uh, unfortunately, there was an tighter community because even the boyfriend was like of Elizabeth. They had, you know, he knew she was going through some 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 stuff, but she really didn't talk about it. Yeah, and he 
kind of it almost when, when watching the interviews it's almost like he blamed himself in a way I know I felt bad for the guy and I was like dude oh my god because the father said know. the way yeah. the father said was like oh I you know I did this to her because she was getting involved with like the wrong people and this and that and I'm like and does he ran, mean the boyfriend and then, like and then she ran away with yeah like a cult that was the thing she ran away with the cult I was like but there was nothing to cor- corroborate nothing. that dude nothing yeah. just people just took his word because his status in the community, because that's what I was saying, he, he fits was. that profile. Yes. Remember when we yeah, talked about the, the FBI profiling? The the guy from Alaska, the father yes, from Alaska. Yes, like he's that independent guy who has a business who can kind of come and go as he please, mm-hmm. and he's got his own property and right. free time, money, money. You know, right? Businessman. Yeah, he's doing these business things. I don't know. He has you know. everything to get right. away with this kind of stuff. Yeah. So what do you, what do you what are your thoughts on this crazy <sighs> case? People are fucked up. Yes. yes, people are, and this is probably not the last story we'll we'll cover no. involving this sort of thing. Um, but it, it's one of the more uh, recent ones because this one just happened in what two thousand eight. Yeah, it's when they got out. Right. Yeah. So I mean, it, it's only been like twelve years since this it hasn't been that long. Yeah, yeah. and I, th- I think it, things will become more prevalent uh, because I mean social media. Mm-hmm. Um, the internet, every everything is coming out more frequently. So yeah, faster, more information is becoming more, more readily yeah. available. So I mean, the the internet seemed to like like this whole godsend thing that's also been uh, demonized in some sense. Mm, yes, but uh, in some ways, it's actually helping us like solve a lot of these things. So yeah, because there's a I mean, like you said, there's a a faster way to get, receive information. Um, there's a lot of cold cases that m- maybe somebody has something, some bit of information that they don't even know about. Check your basements, people. Um, Shit. <laughs> not just you that. You never know. Not, not just, not just, there might be some people not in there. Just that. In the, this day and age where people have cameras in front of their house, check your cameras, man. Check your cameras. You might find some weird shit happening with your neighbors or somebody that was my thing too with this case uh, front because I mean, he would no say case. like the the babies just got like dropped off there at their front there's door no, no one saw this and there i was like no there's cameras. no footage of him like being the one no, placing dude, them I mean, or we saw the video footages of, of the houses there's no it doesn't seem no like tech. it's that remote it's not that what's the 80s it just, it, well yeah i mean there's no tech there's True. no camera maybe now there is i mean shit there should be a camera in every fucking corner of every street um, but that sounds really like policing. Yes, but I mean, like, you know, in, yeah. in a way, you have uh. to waive how, how much freedom you're willing to lose for the safety of others. I mean, that's the ultimate question. Um, it, it, it all comes down to that. How how much of you of your freedom are you willing to lose for your safety? And I, I'm sure that a lot of people are willing to fucking negotiate that. <laughs> I think a lot of people value their privacy. A lot of people do yes. in their home, but out there, I, there should be tons of cameras out there in the public street. Because <laughs> you never know what's going to happen. Public, you public never know domain. what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, like, okay, that girl who who was she uh, organized her own kidnapping. Y'all guys remember that? This the happened one, a couple of weeks ago. Oh, the yeah. one in New York. The one in New York, and then through the cameras, they uh, looked and they investigate, and they fucking find her because they going through cameras and everything. They fucking find her. 
that she had organized this whole thing by herself. She she got two two people to, to kidnap her. To she, kidnap her in front of her really, mom. She really like played that well though too. Yes. She was like struggling and kicking. I was like ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it comes back like nothing happened. Nothing happened. She fu- now she's like facing crimes. Uh, for, yeah, she was young too. I was like, yes, what a crazy dude, bitch! Like at sixteen or something. Yeah, some shit that, what the fuck? Well, I, th- I think what happened was that they're the city suing her because. They used uh, public Resources. funds. Resources. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and she should. She, she could have trouble about that. <laughs> well, it's like the boy <laughs> who cried wolf. You know what I mean? Like, now every time somebody gets kidnapped, you're going to be like, well, I mean, are Did they faking they it? Like, Yeah, it fucks up for everybody. Um, <laughs> for the real people who are fucking getting kidnapped out there. Shit, man. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot of things out there that, you know, unfortunately, you know, Hopefully, with technology, of course, things like this change. You know, hopefully, you know, you kind of hope that people are more open and discuss and communicate uh, within a sense of community. You want to be able to communicate the uh, the things that are going on in your house and maybe with your friends and family and stuff like that. Uh, even though you know s- discussions like these are so hard, and I get it. You know, they're they're very hard, but you know, you kind of want to escape out of a real bad situation, and maybe you need a talk to a friend or something or even like seek counseling or maybe um, don't scrub people's criminal records or also that don't do that like <laughs> don't shit, Austria don't scrub people's criminal records don't do that true um, I, I concur with that yeah def- <laughs> definitely with that um, do you, Pandora do you have any other thoughts I mean it's all fucked up like this guy's a piece of shit um, yeah can't believe he's still alive I, I can't believe he's just serving time rather than facing some kind of cruel punishment. They did say that he's, it seemed like he's lost the will to live there in his little cell. I'm it's like, about Good. time. Good. <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's sort of a poetic justice because now he's stuck in a small cell. Yeah. Where he can't get out. In of a it. way, you kind of do want him to like go Suffer. through that yeah. right. same yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. In, in confinement in a smaller room with no bed. A cold floor for a The bed. only difference is nobody's like raping him, you know, but maybe. Maybe, yeah, maybe not. I don't know. I think yeah. he's on his own though. I don't think the <laughs> the other prisoners want to deal with him. <laughs> oh god, that's a horrible picture. <laughs> Can we make that the uh it's on his Facebook page. <laughs> he has a Facebook page? Ew. Oh my god. He looked kinda normal when he was younger and then he just aged into this really like pedal looking dude. Can we make this a, the, the picture for the... Can we not? Can we not? Let's you know, <laughs> turn people away. That's an ugly picture. People are be like, nope, unfollow. That was horrible. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, I mean, there's tons of cases like this. Hopefully, people who are out there know somebody. Again, like I was saying, uh, with technology, check your cameras because you might see something that, you know, that's been, you know, going down that, you know, you might be able to help somebody. Uh, so definitely review your cameras all the time, especially the ones that face the street, uh, not just for your stolen packages. Um, and so, yeah, hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Again, check out our website where we have downloadables, uh, wallpaper, and a new 2020 calendar. Again, give us a review. Tell us how we're doing. Uh, hit us up on our comments, on our Facebook, our Twitter, of course. And give us a review. Tell your friends. And we'll catch you on the next episode. Laters. What the fuck? (laughs) Yes, it's in on that one.